Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. It is so good to be with all of you tonight. It is Friday. Thank you, Jesus. It's been another exhausting broadcast week. We have Owen Stevens joining me in the Joy Virtual Studio because it's Friday. We're going to be seeing a lot more of him. Start platforming some of his work, his shows on the Shannon Joy Show Rumble channel. You've been doing a great job, Owen. And quite frankly, I'm declaring shenanigans. Let's open up the show. Keep it tuned right here, by the way. Big interview with Lucia Sinatra. She is the founder and president of No College Mandates, along with our good friend, Dr. Clayton Baker. They are going for the last holdouts. There are still colleges and universities who are mandating that students get the COVID-19 vaccines. We just had the high-profile case of Bronny James suffering cardiac arrest. He plays for USC. They were one of the worst offenders in terms of bullying their athletes into getting college vaccines. No college mandate president Lucia Sinatra is calling on USC to conduct a full investigation. You'll see her at the bottom of the hour in that blockbuster interview but oh, and I'm, you know, I'm declaring shenanigans right mm -hmm. now on the whole alien things. You can't make this stuff up. There are so many issues, so many problems in the United States of America today. So many lies, so much deceit. We have paper after paper, study after study showing the devastating impact of the COVID vaccines. The government refuses to acknowledge it, mm -hmm. right? They can't find any of Jeffrey Epstein's clients anywhere in the whole government, but they can find two aliens. Oh, yeah. Owen. And it's being pushed out everywhere that three spooks, ex-CIA, whatever, intelligence officials coming up on Capitol Hill, being trotted out by Nancy Mace and, and Representative Gates and apparently uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez and the Republican congressional uh, members agree on this. Aliens are real. The UFOs are here. Intelligent officials have seen them with their own two eyes, but they won't give us any evidence about it, Owen. I would look through, th through some of the testimony. Oh, that's highly classified. Oh, we'd have to go into a special session to disclose that, right? So it's this fear porn circus sideshow happening 
in Washington, D.C. with unserious people who have the, the, uh, the a health crisis of epic proportion and right in front of their faces, which they refuse to acknowledge. But yeah, we're going to go down the alien path now. They're already salivating at that defense budget. You know, a fake war with Ukraine, that's a couple trillion dollars. Let's have a fake war with Martians, Owen. Let's do that. Do you know how much money they can dump in that? Scaring well, the pants off Americans about the unidentified flying objects. I declare shenanigans. I haven't even looked into this. Maybe I will, but the whole thing is highly irritating. Your I really thoughts? hope. <laughs> I really hope that we don't discover life on other planets oh, because heaven. then the U.S. government's going to start sending them money. <laughs> um, but... I mean, goodness gracious. What I really do think about this is it's it's kind of interesting, and I really think it's funny because I think that Democrats and Republicans are going to find unity oh. and that this is going to be the unifying, you know, one thing to unite all Democrats and Republicans together under one world government mm. of man right? Um, as opposed to uh, the government of God and the government that really should um, that we really should be following and so I think that's exactly what this is. It's it's totally a psyop. Aliens are not real. They don't exist. There's never been proof. If you really think about how crazy it is that out of all the seven, almost eight billion people on the face of the planet with how many phones that have how many cameras, that there's not a, a single shred of actual evidence captured on one of those seven billion cameras. We live in a surveillance world. Everything is surveilled. The The chances of of, of no alien ever being spotted on one of those seven billion phone cameras is astronomically low so no there's no aliens it's a fake it's all very it's highly classified owen and these guys are almost laughing at you even in the testimony nancy grace was investigating one of the witnesses and you could tell they were almost like laughing you know because this guy said we have we've discovered remains they have they have the ufos in hand according to the interviews that he conducted with unidentified witnesses about the UFOs and the biologics is what they called it, the non-human biologics. But there's no evidence. There's no, there's no there there. And you can just see them begin. And this is this is interesting. Um the three witnesses were Lieutenant Ryan Graves, he was the executive director of Americans for Safe Aerospace. All right. So that's a lobbyist organization. And I'm sure they have all I'm sure they all have all kinds of alien and Martian fighting capabilities, Owen, that we just need to dump a few hundred billion dollars into um, the 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 special guns and the special spaceships. And it's all very highly classified, though. Trump's we can't know anything Force. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't know anything about it. OK, he's a former U.S. Navy F-18 pilot who has his own UAP. What's a UAP? What is it? An unidentified flying object. Now they're calling it a UAP. Is it unidentified alien Air, something? Oh. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. <laughs> the next witness is David Grush, who was recently a senior intelligence officer with National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. That sounds super forthright <laughs> and, and super, super yeah. like transparent, right, oh. Owen? So many people are gonna buy are gonna buy this. And a lot of popular podcasts are playing into it. Joe Rogan plays into this. A lot of people play into this and they've they've heard people um, you know, there's ne- how many countless Netflix series, you know, are about aliens. This is this is one of those things that's been used, I think, for a very, very long time as this outside threat of fear 
um, to control people. And that's really what I see happening right here. And it kind of mimics almost what we saw, what we saw with, I don't know, a couple months back with those jets flying over Canada. Right. With some unidentified, you know, aerial phenomenon happening there and not really getting any answers. They've been, it seems as if they've been leading up to this for a while. It seems as if it's the oh, next they're salivating kind of over it. Oh, yeah. They're salivating over it. The third witness was a retired Navy commander. And I'm reading from Dr. Robert Malone's Substack because he's covering this too. And not going as far as to buy into it, but he did cover it on his Substack and is, you know, it's jaw dropping testimony is how uh, people are describing this. The, the third, um, witness is a former, a retired Navy commander, David Fravor, who was mm-hmm. a squadron leader and worked um, as a naval aviator. Um, according to Malone, the hearing was a bombshell. I don't know if I agree. Yeah, Other than he UAP. was on Joe Rogan. What his story is interesting because he describes not seeing an alien, but describes seeing a an object flying in a way that they did not think possible. But what I really do believe is that there's technologies that exist oh. that have been man-made. Oh, absolutely. We cannot comprehend how advanced they really are. Yeah. So that's re- really what we're probably running into something Chinese and it's being flipped. Oh, absolutely. Purpose. The military is way, they, they have technologies that they won't roll out uh, in the American people for a decade or mm-hmm. even more. They might never disclose. So there are all sorts of technologies. That's the, what you guys need to take away from what I have seen, what the clips that I have I looked at and some of the excerpts that I have read, there's no there there. This is the testimony of three witnesses. Most of it is not firsthand testimony. It's three witnesses who interviewed a few people and that's what they said, but there's there's nothing here. And you no, know, according, and here's your clue. Are you ready? Here's your clue. This is from Malone Substack. Their hearing was a bombshell. Other than the UAP jaw-dropping testimony, it was fascinating to have Representative Matt Gates and Representative Ocasio-Cortez both in agreement on the importance of this phenomena and addressing it. And yes, they appear, appear to agree that issues of national security, threat level assessment, the cover-up, mm-hmm. alleged corruption, and that UAPs maybe must be taken very seriously by Congress. I encourage everyone to read the transcripts or listen to the entire hearing. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's a waste of your time. This is a joke. And when you have Republicans and Democrats agreeing lockstep on on thousands of hours of testimony, billions of dollars in investment into this phenomena, the cover up. This is another Benghazi. This is another Whitewater. This is another, uh, you know, Hillary's laptop, Biden's laptop. It's another rabbit hole for you guys to go down and waste an enormous amount of your own time. I encourage you to look away. Yeah, it it almost reminds me of the everybody afraid that the world is going to end in 2012. Oh, for heaven's sakes. And who gets elected in 2012? You know, it's just to me, this is a total farce. It's a total lie. And I would really pay attention. Everybody pay attention closely to the congressmen, to the senators, to the presidential candidates, to the politicians who are pushing us forward. Those are the politicians that you cannot trust anymore. Isn't it interesting that Tucker Carlson primed the pump for them with his bizarre alien episode? It was one of the first episodes out of the gate on Twitter, along with his bizarro episode with Andrew Tate elevating this misogynistic, degenerate loser. 
on, you know, Tucker Carlson's <laughs> weird lately, but it's interesting. You can see I'm a marketer. I know marketing campaigns. When I see marketing campaigns, I knew that COVID-19 was a was a, a marketing campaign. They were rolling it out. But you can begin to see how, okay, a trusted conservative commentator primes the pump by posing the possibility that aliens are real. Then you have Joe Rogan, the other super popular, but he's more independent, but he has a huge audience over at Spotify. He then primes the pump with more discussion of the aliens. And then, oh my gosh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you have full-on congressional hearings with Democrats and Republicans agreeing that this is a grave national security threat to the American people. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. I had a run-in. Listen, I had a run-in with the alien people very early in my show. Ten years ago, launched launched the show. You go down the rabbit hole. We all do. Okay. If you're curious, if you're intelligent, you're going to go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theory and you're going to try to figure things out. And so I'm on the show talking about things like the gold standard, the Federal Reserve, when when FDR confiscated gold, you know, all of the, you know, the secret government stuff that goes on that doesn't make any sense. And after one of my shows, I get a phone call at the station. This was back when I was in the uh, tiny, teeny, tiny little uh, double wide trailer in a cornfield, little radio station in Avon, New York, where I started my show. And so like, I actually had like callers that would call in. Show ends and I get a phone call and it's Cookie. Cookie wants to talk to me. And I get on the phone with Cookie and she says, I just had to talk to you. My friend told me about your show and we want to invite you to UFO Club. So Cookie and her friend are in UFO Club. She was adamant the aliens were real. And I'm just fascinated. I need to know more about this because I didn't know that in little old Rochester, New York, there's a UFO Club. So I'm like, Cookie, what do you what do you do at UFO Club? Right. Cause she invites me to you. And so I'm, I'm asking her, like, what do you do? She's like, well, we get together and we talk about aliens and we talk about our encounters and we meet every month at this place. And then, um, you know, every other month we just, um, go out in the middle of the night and we get into a boat and we row out into the middle of the lake and we try to have alien <laughs> encounters. <laughs> and she's like, and we think you're perfect. You get it. She says, you get it, Shannon. You're perfect you for you. <laughs> And I'm like, Cookie, I so want to come to UFO Club, but I don't think I'm, I, I'm not that far gone, okay? Yeah. But you can see how, like, when people who question, and so much doesn't make, make sense, they lie to us and they gaslight us to such an extent mm -hmm. that you're kind of dangling. You don't know what is real and what isn't real. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to, like, do your due diligence. Yeah. But you can so be... easily go down that path, man. It's going to be an attack on Christians, I think, is really what where this leads, because this is mm. anti-biblical. The fact that aliens would exist is not something that's in the Bible. Um, and so what it's really going to be doing is testing people's faith. Once they um, yeah. release these false aliens, and it seems as if the whole news media buys into it, and then there are sightings, and then there's a close encounter, and Steven Spielberg is running it, and it's just this whole thing. Once that happens, and you have Barack Obama shaking hands with an alien who's six feet five, <laughs> then... So many Christians are going to be losing faith. People who buy into the media yeah. who are not aware of how fake it is and how much they're how much they're lying to you about everything, not just oh small things. It's actually everything that they talk about is a lie. 
And, um, you know, this is going to be a real, a real big crisis for a lot of people who are not really, really strong in their faith. Yeah. And I really think that it's, um, that would be the most scary thing to see a lot of Christians fall away, um, because of the government's, uh, life. They're going to try this. Okay. But I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to get away with it. The Ukraine thing the people didn't buy the Ukraine thing in, you know, except for like flying their little flag and they don't even know what they're supporting. It's in the same way that the vaccine uptake, the booster is like single digits. People aren't vocalizing that they're not buying, but they're not buying. And I think this whole alien thing is going, you know, hopefully go in that direction as well, but we'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep an eye on it for sure. It's just, I mean, these are the type of things that they need to distract the American people, keep you in a chronic state of panic and fear. It's a reality and TV show. It's, it's just a reality TV. It's it's not real. Yeah. People must realize these people, they put makeup on. They've got makeup artists. These I people know. have microphones. They have got production teams. It's, yep. it's, a, it's a studio. Yeah. The Congress is a studio. It's it's a TV studio. It's mm. not real. This is why I encourage everyone, you've got to get involved at the local level. It's really the only the only option that we have at this point is finding each other, finding your faith, rejecting fear, finding your people, working together and resisting all of it from the local level. So everything they throw at, we we build up such a fortress of resistance in local communities across the country that they just they can they can they can do the fan dance and the kabuki theater and they can you know toss around the money our tax dollars and and scratch each other's back and reward each other with contracts and contracts and play their little games in Washington D.C. but we can't let that penetrate our our reality at the local level within our own families and our own communities this is why we got to get out. You got to see things with your own two eyes. I should have taken cookie up on UFO club. Cause I think it would have been phenomenal show prep. It was the floating out to the middle of the lake to experience an encounter with the aliens. And I'm like, you know what cookie? It's just a little bit too far. All right. When we come back. We're going to hit another couple topics of the day. Uh, we're going to talk about Bronny James. Mm-hmm. Very disturbing cardiac arrest event, 18 years old, specimen of health, USC, and all indications point to some type of uh, myocarditis, some type of vaccine-related incident, And uh, but of course, we're not hearing about that. So we're going to talk about that in a couple other um, issues when we come back. And then stay tuned. Bottom of the hour, we are going to speak to the president of No College Mandates, Lucia Sinatra. She is a warrior from the West Coast, teaming up with Dr. Clayton Baker to once and for all pummel the last remaining COVID-19 vaccine mandates. About 100 colleges and universi- universities, amazingly, Continue to push those mandates, and it's time that they end. We'll be back in a moment right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. Huge shout out to our good friends over at Augusta Precious Metals. 
Uh, I knew that you could roll over your existing 401k or your existing IRA into gold and silver backed investments, but I didn't know that you could create your own IRA and begin to divest some of your money out of the Wall Street casino and into gold and silver backed investments. You could also buy physical gold and silver and keep it in an IRA. An IRA. And a lot of times it's no fees, no uh, surveillance, no um, information whatsoever goes to the federal government. So it's very private, very secure. And I'm learning all about this with my friends over at Augusta Precious Metals. They have a philosophy of educating their customers they don't do the hard sell. They don't do the doom casting and the doom marketing where they scare the pants off of you about the next catastrophe and um, encourage you into, into their products. They understand that gold and silver have been valuable and have retained their value for 4,000 years of human history. It's easy, right? More and more Americans want to be invested in physical gold and silver. And so they just teach their customers how to do it and provide great services. A++++ ratings in all of the major ratings agencies. They have thousands and thousands of happy customers. You can learn more about Augusta Precious Metals by going or by texting JOY, that's JOY, to 68592. That's JOY to 68592 to get their free gold guide and get hooked up with one of their associates so that you can learn more. Great company. You can also uh, click on the link in any of the show notes uh, on the podcast or the Rumble or Twitter, or just go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. We are so thankful for their sponsorship. Back to Owen Stevens. So let's talk about Bronny James, because yeah. this is, you mentioned, highest profile, um, what seems to be vaccine injury and long-term. Yeah. That's what's kind of different. Um, he may have just gotten a routine COVID-19 booster. A lot of kids are getting them now as they get ready for college, because a lot of them still believe that they're college mandates, but highly, highly unusual for someone of in such good shape. And in, yeah. in, you know, as an athlete so young to suffer mm -hmm. a cardiac arrest, right? Still recovering. What are your thoughts? Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing, you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend, and they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens, so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy 
and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code Shannon. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code Shannon, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. Yeah, so this is not just unusual. It just doesn't happen. So 18-year-olds who are healthy like this, they don't have heart attacks. Um, Ever. They're not at risk for heart attacks. Um, they uh, the, the other high-profile case I could, I could think of is Jamie Foxx. He's also in incredible shape. People in that good of shape do not have strokes. People who work out like that and exercise do not just have random strokes. That just doesn't happen, okay? And so the, 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 the fact that we're seeing this to healthy people, it's because the blood flow is increasing. You're pumping. Think about what Bronny James is doing. He collapsed during a workout. He was pumping yes. blood through his heart at an accelerated Classic. rate. We saw the same thing with Damar Hamlin. We saw yep. the same thing with a lot of really, really, you know, um, advanced athletes who are in top physical condition. What this vaccine is doing is it is targeting the strongest among us. The strongest males among us are the ones that are collapsing due to heart attacks, cardiac arrest. Thank God they were able to, they were able to save his life. And yep. you know, I was listening to Stephen A. Smith who's an ESPN commentator, and what what he had to say about this was interesting. And he said, one of the things that they're saying is this kind of stuff, it happens. No, it doesn't. No, That's it doesn't. the lie that they're trying to perpetuate at this point. They want basically to normalize 18-year-olds <sighs> collapsing from heart attacks. So think about living in a world now where we've normalized um, you know, teenagers dying um, in mass because of heart attacks. If you look at the numbers in openvares.com, everybody can go to openvares.com and you can see the rate of myocarditis and pericarditis um, from 1990 until 2023. And in 2021, it jumps from below 5,000 to about 180,000 um, reported cases. So it's really, really important to recognize that this is um, obviously a vaccine issue. This is not just allegedly a vaccine issue, okay? Anybody with common sense can deduce this is doesn't take Sherlock Holmes. This mm. is the vaccine. This kid's taken multiple vaccines. According um, to his father, LeBron James, who was a vaccine proponent and a spokesperson, he was out there shilling Pfizer vaccines uh, for, you know, his audience. And so it is, you know, we should assume that Bronny James was vaccinated, probably boosted a couple times. And it would not be surprising that he didn't get a routine booster right before college. Yeah, that's exactly right. And um, it's tragic because this he's not going to be able to play in the NBA. Um, he's not going to be. I don't care about that. It's not like I care about the son of a communist um, participating in a sport. It's about right. this kid's life. He's never going to be able to live um, the same way. Unfortunately, that's just the case. And a lot of these and that's what we have to really understand is if you've had a conversation with a vaccine injured person, um, a lot of people are actually committing suicide. This yes. is not actually being talked about um, the pain and the um, the horror of having a serious vaccine injury and going to doctors who then don't ever tell you what you're dealing with and have no solution. And if you suggest it is the vaccine, they will deny it. So now you have no medical help for what you're experiencing and everybody around you is denying that it's happening in the first place. So you're basically living in a world where you're vaccine injured. All of these things are happening to you. You're suffering and nobody um, believes Talk about that. a psychological operation. How horrible would that be for individuals? 
I've had multiple conversations with friends and family members who have suffered this exact phenomena, who at the time I couldn't even speak to them about what I knew because it's such a highly charged topic. But I tragically watched them just floundering for three months, six months, eight months, 12 months, debilitated, not able to work, going to doctor after doctor. One was a friend with a young boy. They It took them eight months to figure something out. I don't even think he's completely um, cured yet. Another friend, um, I mean, cancers, turbo cancers. I can say probably over a dozen instances in that I, that I know personally, like personal anecdotal stories of people who are dealing with this. And and to be told you're crazy or it doesn't exist or like is like just mind boggling. Especially if your kid is oof, makes me emotional because if your kid is, you know, vaccine injured it because you as a parent, you know, relied to, I can't imagine the guilt um that, that feels like. Um, and then having every single doctor basically tell you you're crazy. You know, I talked to a guy who his name's Rob um uh Nabriga, he's a he's another radio host fire breathing rob and he's vaccine injured and he went to however many doctors and he he detailed his experiences about how they told him oh you're you're just you're just depressed you're anxious you need anxiety medication and they're just medicating these people for things they do not have this is the medical system we live in today guys they're not going to admit that vaccines are bad in fact they're gonna what they told this guy that was vaccine injured is oh you're experiencing all these symptoms because you need another booster and if you get another booster all of these symptoms will go away that's what they're telling a lot of people to trick them into getting more booster shots um it's despicable shockingly evil um disturbingly horrible and um these people need to uh they they, they need to be they need to go to, to jail. Del Bigtree uh, pulled yeah. out. He addressed a crowd and pulled out a snippet of his address, pulled up a, a chart, a document from the NIH. This is post-marketing materials. This is after the, the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccine. They knew in advance, they knew in advance this chart was presented to them and it was the rates um, of expected versus observed reports after mRNA vaccination dose to uh, dose to seven day risk period. So they basically wow. say, this is what we would expect normal vaccine. This is how many rates of myocarditis we would expect. And this is what we saw in 12 to 15 year old age range. They should have seen zero to three. They saw uh, 12 uh, instances of myocarditis. In um, males, it's even worse that those are that's under females. Okay, under males, a hundred and seventeen versus oh one gosh. to five. Okay, wow. Here's the big one that re- that that relates directly to Bronnie James in the eighteen to twenty four category. These are young men, young athletes. This is why we've seen the cricket players, the the golfers, the football players, the soccer players dropping dead because this is the highest risk category. In 18 to 24, you would normally see one to 11 cases of myocarditis after a a vaccine, right? Because sometimes people just get it, right? They saw 213 cases, 213 cases when it was supposed to be maximum 11. Out of how many? Out of how many? Um, It was 765 individuals wow. that were studied. This is the government's own documentation. This is this is 
what, what went before the advisory board of the FDA to approve this vaccine. This was what they saw in the, I believe it was the clinical trials. I'm not sure if it was post-marketing mm-hmm. or pre-marketing, but this was, this had Dell Big Tree stating in that, in that address that if he, if there's one thing that he, he does in his life, these people are going to jail. People need to go wow. to jail. They know this, the data is in, it's incontrovertible, irrefutable, undeniable. And we are now living in this very bizarre state of, of gaslighting where up is down. It's incredible. That's 3%. So that's, that's 3%. If that's 3000 times what the CDC is reporting, then that, because I'm, I'm on this thing right now. And it's saying right now that heart injuries from the COVID vaccine are 3000 times higher and the CDC is admitting right You're now. You're looking at the chart, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Okay. The, and this is why we are in the fight of our life. This is why none of you tonight can go back to sleep. None of you can say, oh, they've let us out of our cages and the worst is over and we can go back to the old politics of D versus R and aliens and budget spending and woke versus unwoke. This is why you have to understand they cannot, they're going to fight like hell to your point, Owen, because the parents can never admit that they've killed their children or they've injured their children or they have destroyed their future prospects, permanently disabled. Doctors cannot admit that, that they have poisoned their practices, their patients. Pediatricians cannot admit what they've done, that they're taking in four hundred to $500,000 a year from yeah. insurance companies oh, for achieving a certain percentage of vaccine status. That you're, they're killing children and they're harming children. Yeah, The apparatus, the government bureaucratic apparatus that has done this to us cannot allow this to get out. And it's why we have to fight like hell and we cannot forget. And we need to demand that our candidates, every politician yeah. seeking political office address this because yeah, it's getting psychological, worse and worse. Psychological and biological warfare that has Absolutely. been committed against the American people. And if you don't think that, then you have to look at the evidence and the data. And for doctors right now who are still distributing this and buying into this scum, you better scum stop. of the scum, earth. Scum, dude. That's what um, it is. Oh, man, it makes me so furious. It makes me so mad because people, you know, when you talk to people who are vaccine injured, imagine what it's like. Really put yourself in the shoes of somebody who has something in their body that they know that they can. And this is now 80 percent of America mm. who has something in their body that they cannot get rid of. That's always going to affect them at some in, in some way. And, and the psychological, I bet the not knowing has got to be the worst. You know, am I going to wake up one day with heart pain? Am I going to wake up one day and collapse? Am I going to be able to, you know, play catch with my kids again? Am I going to be in a wheelchair? Am yeah. I going to have dementia? Are these things going to happen to me? That is so evil. And, yeah. you know, we have to keep yeah. pressing, pressing, pressing into this because I'm not seeing any justice. I'm not really seeing that. And, you know, for the people like Donald Trump, for the people that instituted this, um, the people like Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, who are liars, liars, telling everybody that the vaccines are safe and effective. That's a lie. You're a liar. And, um, you know, that's really where I'm I'm curious to see yeah. justice. Well, the, what we need, we need hope. We need healing and we need justice. 
those are the th- three things we need to go and fight for over mm-hmm. the next five years. Okay. We can't let them distract us with aliens. We can't let them distract us with fake wars in Ukraine. We can't let them distract us with the latest fear porn, the latest lie, the latest manipulation, the typical political circus sideshow where they rip each other's faces off. And we the election, the election is a complete distraction. The election is a psyop in my opinion at this yeah. point, unless, unless it's Ron DeSantis versus RFK Jr. It's a psyop. And, and, and so you have to look at it in that way, but the, it, it hope healing and justice. People need to go to jail. And we need to wrap our heads around that. That's the mission. And this is why I'm really thrilled. I want all of you guys to go to Summit for Truth right now. Summitfortruth.com is the website. We are bringing in Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Naomi Wolf. We are bringing back Jeffrey Tucker. And I'm working on one last doc to come in to speak specifically to healing clearing the spike protein, uh, spike protein, getting information about health, real information about health. You can get your tickets at summitfortruth.com. It is on October 21st. Mark your calendars. We're going to be drawing from Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New York, upstate, downstate. We packed 1,200 people into an auditorium last spring, over half a million views on all of the different platforms. And we're going to do it again. So these will sell out. Um, and so you want to get your tickets. There's a 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Q&A session in the morning and then full presentations in the afternoon after um, a lunch break. It's going to be amazing. And I'm so thrilled to welcome you guys. Mm-hmm. So summitfortruth.com. Also, Dr. Peter McCullough just released Owen. Um, there's a new study coming out. He will be releasing it soon. I'm not sure if it's his study or if it's one that he knows about and um, has reviewed, but it lays out a base spike detox. So they now know natokinase, yeah. um, brom- bromelain, and curcumin together in specific dosages can clear and heal from help a body heal from spike protein. So this is something that we're going to cover on the wow. show. Dr. McCullough is coming in next week. We'll talk to him about that. This is so important. People need this. This is one way to defeat their dastardly plans. Okay. Yeah. They want us sick. They want us tethered into this decrepit, decaying healthcare system. And when you take back your own health and you do the work of understanding um, your health, a healthy lifestyle, then um, that is one way to emancipate yourself mm-hmm. from this tyrannical government system. So that's a base spike detox. I tweeted about it. If you want to follow me on tweet, uh, Twitter or McCullough, you can look into that as well. So that's great news. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver, assets that have stood the test of time, makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. 
we put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950. And you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And there's plenty of natural things. I mean, in fact, what I'm drinking right now is pine needle tea right now, shakimic acid and pine needle tea. That's really good because I know that if I go out in public, I'm getting shed on. Yeah. It's really important to be, you know, up with that stuff. And, you know, there's simple things that you can do eating healthy, eating healthy. Your body's amazing and it can really get rid of these things. It can. Um, but I think the most incredible advancement in the medical system to come is going to be vaccine recovery. Which is so, it's so funny that the medical miracle that the world system is going to talk about is the vaccine, this medical miracle, Trump, it's right. a medical miracle, but the real medical miracle is recovering from this biological warfare. Yeah. The more um, research and investigation I do um, for, even for my documentary, looking back at gain of function research, the weaponization of cancer, um, the fact that, that millions of polio vi uh, vaccines were tainted with SV40, cancer-causing agent, simian monkey virus 40, uh, potentially poisoning uh, hundreds of millions of United States of American uh, U.S. children in, in the 1950s. It's just mind-boggling to imagine. And when you look at, you know, when you really begin to look at what, what mercury, mercury does um, to your body when it clears up. Thimersol, yeah. It, right, uh, blood, uh, uh, blood brain barrier breaks through and settles in the brain, you know? Um, so it's, you know, we're in the middle of this. I said to a group of Republicans, every so often I'm, I'm invited to a Republican or conservative event to speak. And it was the uh, Brighton Republican Committee. And I was invited to speak to them. They asked me what I thought, this was about two years ago, they said, what is going to be the, the number one uh, issue in the U.S. moving moving forward? And I said, vaccines. That, that Vaccines are going to be the defining issue of the 21st century. That's it. One. And it's the one that's most intimate. It's the closest to you. And it's the establishment of government or corporate control over your human body. When they can penetrate your skin, okay, and come in and declare your body. Um, their a, property. Their property right? By they're, inject, they're, injecting uh, you with pro proprietary patented um, substances, uh, most of which you have no idea what they consist of, right? This is the equivalent of a 21st century human slavery of every human. And once they get you into that system, and so this is the defined, this is why, this is why that is the issue that shall not be named or touched or spoken about by both political parties. It's why Donald Trump cannot address it because the system won't allow it. The system is built. Their entire economy in the 21st century is built on the ownership of human bodies. You are the product, you are the consumer, and you are the experiment. All three, from birth until death. And that is where all of their models are based. Their economic models are based. And so when you, when we destroy that, that's when their whole empire falls apart. And that's why they, they guard it so jealously, in my opinion. All right. Yeah.
We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to bring in the founder and president of No College Mandates. She's amazing. Her name is Lucia Sinatra. She's joined by Dr. Clayton Baker. And we're going to talk about um, the outrageous continuing mandates in colleges across the U.S. And we're going to continue that discussion. Um, we're going to ask Dr. Clayton Baker about the the Bronnie James situation at USC as well. Um, and you don't want to miss that. So we'll be back in a moment before we go. Make sure, speaking of clearing the spike, uh, the wellness company, getwellwithshannonjoy.com, that is getwellwithshannonjoy.com, has a great product. I use it every day. It's the spike support. It's my vitamin D, which I take anyway. It's uh, 5,000 I use of vitamin D, but it also includes the natokinase. And to Owen's point, um, they're putting that mRNA everywhere, Okay. And it's shedding off of people and you never know when you're going to get it. And so I just like to clear natokinase has been uh, proven to break apart the spike, the spike protein. And it's a, it's a great natural product. So if you want to check that out, daily spike defense from the wellness company, go to getwellwithshannonjoy.com. That's getwellwithshannonjoy.com. We'll be back in a moment to continue the show. Oh. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. I am so pleased to welcome into the Joy Virtual Studio one new friend and one old friend. Dr. Clayton Baker joins us in the virtual studio tonight. He is an advocate for medical freedom out of Rochester, New York. We've been on many a street corner protesting many a mandates over the past three years. He was one of the only medical doctors in New York State to stand up and speak out in the dark days of 2020 against the mask mandates, the lockdowns, you name it. You can find him on Twitter at CJ Baker MD. He writes for Brownstone and other publications and is speaking out nationally against college mandates. He's joined by a new friend. Lucia Sinatra is out of California, West Coast. She is the founder of No College Mandates. She's been activating and organizing against college COVID-19 vaccine mandates since the very beginning. And I'm very pleased to get to know Lucia. As we move into the fall, millions of American students will be heading back to college and back to school. And it continues. The colleges, universities, and public education institutions across the country are denying children and young students education based on their medical status. A variety of vaccine mandates, one of the worst COVID-19 vaccines and the boosters. Uh, recent research papers coming out showing that the rates of myocarditis are astronomical, heart damage. We recently witnessed um, the, the emergency with uh, Bronnie James, the son of LeBron James at USC, healthy college students uh, forced to get vaccines and collapsing and some of them tragically dying. We're going to get some of the recent studies but these two individuals have teamed up recently to smash down once and for all all college COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Amazingly, there are still over 100 colleges and universities in the country today that continue to force students to subject their bodies against their will to medical interventions, and it needs to stop. So Dr. Baker and Lucia, welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Lucia, let's start with you. You are a retired attorney, a mother out of the West Coast. You saw the writing on the wall in the dark days of 2020 and devoted your life to starting a very 
robust and powerful organization dedicated to preserving the freedoms of young students as they go and pursue happiness or attempt to pursue happiness through education in our education system with no college mandates. Briefly, can you talk to the audience about why you started this organization, how you built it to where it is today, and where you are in your mission of of just completely obliterating the college COVID-19 vaccine mandates? Yes, I, um, I'd love to. Thank you. Um, so when uh, when COVID vaccines came out, um, I was one of the naturally skeptical ones. Uh, when mandates started to come down, I just really started to lose my mind, especially as mandates were implemented for young adults and young children. I knew the data wasn't there. Um, I knew there wasn't safety data attached. And I thought, how can we force medical treatments um, when we don't even know what we're dealing with in terms mm. of this medical treatment? And we knew at the time that COVID wasn't uh, a severe infection right. um, for young adults and young children. So I thought this just doesn't add up. And all I wanted to do was save kids. I just, I have two college students of my own. Um, I protected mm -hmm. them and talked to them about the COVID-19 uh, vaccines. They made their own choice. They decided uh, it was something they did not need. I'm thankful and grateful for that. I gave them the data so they could educate themselves. And um I started talking on Facebook. Um, my my son uh, goes to Dartmouth College in New Hampshire, and I got on the Facebook pages and I said, you know, I'm not okay with this. How mm -hmm. do you guys feel? And I got crushed, Shannon, absolutely crushed. How dare you question the CDC? How dare you question public health? How dare you question Dartmouth College, who's doing an exemplary job of protecting these kids and their health and protecting the community? I got private messages from several parents that said, we're on your side, but we're too afraid to speak out. In mm -hmm. that moment, no college mandates was born. I realized that I had to be the mouthpiece in the face, but that I could get an army of parents behind me who were against these vaccine mandates. And we just went, at, we, we put rubber to the road and we just went crazy. We got on media appearances. Um, we got, uh, we started publishing articles. We did letter campaigns to colleges. We did a line acts, you name it, everything we could do to, to, to both grow a large community and a huge following and then activate that community and huge following to go after the colleges to tell them to drop these unscientific and unethical mandates. Lucia, what you're talking about is so important. A, a huge element of the Shannon Joy Show is organization, activation, decentralized, primarily at the local level, but drawing together local activists from different communities, red states and blue states. You're out of California. I'm out of New York, but we work with a lot of freedom fighters from across the country. And the power of organization and a well-organized um, group of parents, grandparents, American citizens exercising civics, right? People tend to think that the president will save them or a piece of legislation will save them, or maybe a great Supreme Court ruling is going to come down or another court ruling is some judge is going to smash down a mandate. And sometimes that happens. And when those things happen, it's a good thing. But usually those things will never happen unless you have the organizational effort, the ground game, so to speak, put together. And this is why I love what you're doing. Can you talk about the mechanism? People, you know, the, the mechanism of no college mandates and the scope of, of what you've created and, and how you are impacting change. Because I do believe that there were there were virtually all universities and colleges, I mean, thousands upon thousands had 
COVID-19 vaccine mandates at, at one time. I think it was, you know, now we're down to a little over a hundred holdouts, which we'll talk about these nasty, nasty colleges <laughs> that are just <laughs> clinging desperately to, um, to these, you know, fascist tactics, but they, um, you know, I do believe that your organization and what you guys have done had a huge role in rolling back some, most of the mandates in the colleges, and that had impact and influence on other organizations. Eventually, we saw the government mandates dropped, the state mandates dropped, the healthcare mandates smashed down by judges across the country right here in New York State. So can you tell us about the mechanisms and what you utilized and how much success you had in some of these colleges and getting rid of the mandates? Thank you so much. Yes. Um, so when we started the organization, we put up a telegram page and then that morphed into several telegram pages. There's a New York SUNY page. There's a California colleges page. There's a main no college mandates page. And the reason, of course, we chose that platform is because it's safe for us to build a community there. We mm. knew we wouldn't get deplatformed. We knew we could talk freely. We knew we could share resources. After that, we put up a website, we put up a substack, um, we encouraged all of our community members. Um, it's not my substack, it's no college mandate substack. Mm. And this is not about me, this is about no college mandates. We are truly a community and we encourage every voice to get involved, speak up, join our efforts. And that's how, how Dr. Baker um, and I found each other. He said, listen, I wanna help. And uh, I, I've not ever said in the history of this organization, you know what? We got this. I don't need your help. <laughs> Everybody that wants to come on board to put an end to these mandates is not only welcome, but they're welcome to take on as much leadership and responsibility as their schedules permit. So after that, um, we started these incredibly powerful letter campaigns. We did five of them, Shannon. And what we did um, is we activated our parent community to say, mm -hmm. here's our template or our toolkit take our toolkit, customize it for your college, and let's get these sent. We sent mm. them certified mail. We sent them email. We uploaded some in Align Act. And an Align Act is a tool where when you sign it, unlike a petition, when you sign an Align Act, the administration of the college gets bombarded with emails of that letter that's uploaded in the Align Act and Excellent. your name on it. Yep. So there are colleges that have gotten thousands and thousands of emails the reason we know we're effective is we've gotten emails from colleges saying, we want you to know we did have these policies. We no longer have them. Wow. Uh, what we did, um, we activated a few volunteers um, probably about a year ago, six months to a year ago, to create these incredibly powerful lists, Shannon. And they live on the homepage of our website. And one of these lists is... Uh, tracks very closely, has been tracking over 800 colleges and their wow. vaccine mandates. Okay. When they implemented them, who the mandates apply to, are they only students, are they faculty and staff, did the mandates drop, when did they drop, where are the links to the pages, where are the links to the immunization forms. Colleges are a mess in their communications. Mm. Some of them have immunization forms that still reflect that these vaccines are required. Wow. Yet their website says they're not. It's it's a disaster. Some of it in the beginning, we believe, was purposeful. Yeah. Uh, we believe they were trying to purposefully confuse their community because mm. while they were getting pressure to drop the mandates, they still wanted students to comply 
All of these websites are still worded as we highly recommend, uh, we strongly recommend. So if they drop the mandate from we require to we strongly recommend, that still has a level of coercion, right? Oh, absolutely. Has a level of pressure to these student communities who just want to go to college. They don't want to fight an administration. They don't right. want to apply for an exam. So there, there are just so many ethical issues here yeah. that we could do a, a show completely on that. Um, but um, but we've had colleges write us and say, so um, I'll, I'll say one more thing about uh, one list that we have, Shannon, and it's a, it's a list of over 500 colleges that never mandated COVID-19 vaccines. Never. There you go. Um, I love this list. This is a my big plus, 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 right? Totally. This is my huge push. These are the colleges that I want to become the future leaders of higher education. There we go. There are 21 colleges on that list that accept zero federal funding. What does that mean? That means they get nothing. They don't yeah. even apply. They don't even participate in student federal loan programs. So they are completely independent, completely autonomous to run their institutions as they see fit. This is brilliant. These need to be the future leaders of higher education. What you're talking about here is a concept, you know, you have the boycott and the boycott. And every so often the boycott is necessary when companies or corporations or universities are very naughty, right? But I prefer, I always prefer the boycott, right? Let's reward the organizations and institutions who are doing the right things. Can you give us, I'm going to get to uh, Dr. Baker in a minute because I have a question for you. Do you have just at the top of your head a couple of those colleges that you like that you know are real superstars on this, on this topic? Because I'd love to give them a little bit of love. Absolutely. Um, Hillsdale College, and, and everybody knows Hillsdale. Um, Hillsdale College is the is the top of that list. Hillsdale College, oh, they're unbelievable. What I will tell you about them is they accept no federal funding. They have always ex- uh, um, appreciated and respected bodily autonomy. In the beginning of the pandemic, um, they I think had some mask regulations, testing regulations, mm-hmm. maybe even talked about getting the vaccine, but but didn't coerce and pressure their community. Um, I think they always let it be a choice um, at their community. Um, they um, they got flooded with applications to the point where they can't even keep up. Awesome. If this is any signal to Hillsdale College, my belief is they are going to take that signal and find a way to grow their college. Excellent. Um, Principia is an interesting one. It's on that list. It accepts no federal funding. It has. It is the only one of those 21 that has a COVID-19 vaccine mandate, interestingly, but it is so easy to opt out of the vaccine requirement that all you have to do is write them an email or sign a form and say, we don't want to do this. We don't want um, it. I don't love that they have it. They must have their reasons. Mm. Um, I imagine they're, it, it, it's, a, it's an unusual um, situation, but it goes to highlight, Shannon, that I can't give you rules. I can't tell you that there are absolute um, rules these colleges followed, that if you fall in this category, you never mandated. If you fall in this category, you absolutely mandated. It, it doesn't even track with federal funding um, necessarily. Right. Um, so. It's it's all across the spectrum with why colleges mandated vaccines, why they've dropped them, 
and where we are today. And mm. what the last point I will make is that I have colleges emailing me saying, hey, or when we were creating this list of colleges that never mandated, hey, we're not on your list. Please put us on your list. Let people know we respect bodily autonomy. This is how I know we're winning. This is how I know we've made a difference. And this is the type of work that will eventually impact the the politics the politics at large you know we're still very frustrated with the situation in Washington DC and in the state capitals where republicans and democrats still refuse to acknowledge what happened and what was done in 2020 21 and 22 and make sure it never happens again but it's this ground game work that that is not sexy all right you're not going to see this running across your headlines on Alex Jones or Steve Bannon or Fox News but this is the real work. This is the impactful work that necessarily needs to be done. And uh, I'm really glad that you're out there. And there, again, there's a lot more work to do here. I want to go to quickly to Dr. Clayton Baker, who is coming on, um, you know, helping out with the effort to once and for all end the college COVID-19 vaccine mandates at college universities. It's astounding that the federal government has dropped their mandates. The military has dropped their mandates. The mandates in New York State for hospital and healthcare workers have been smashed down by a judge, yet you still have these hundred or so holdouts. Dr. Baker, Justin Hart, good friend of the Shannon Joy Show, recently tweeted out and attached on his Substack a new study um, and this has some urgency to it. Um, it. It was a study on myocarditis post-vaccine. They looked at 777 participant participating hospital workers. One in 20 had elevated high-sensitivity cardiac troponin, T, that is the heart's alarm system. One in 35 had vaccine-associated myocardi- myocardial injury. Uh, the myocardium, the middle layer of the heart wall comprised of the heart muscle. An injury here can disturb the heart's usual rhythm and function. One in 20, one in in 35 out of 777 um, young individuals, we had the horrible experience of Ronnie James at USC, the picture of perfect health and athletic specimen collapsing with a heart attack. Never before three, five, 10, 15 years ago, would we ever be talking about young, healthy athletes participating in intercollegiate sports, dropping dead or suffering heart attacks on the field or on the court. So there's an urgency to this, Dr. Baker. And you know, as a medical doctor who's looking into all of this, um, this is a life and death situation for many children as they are seeking um, entrance to to university come the fall. Um, how important is it to you that these mandates get re, re, uh, repealed? Well, I think it's extremely important for the the principal reason is the one that you described, which is that this is the signal is so strong right yeah. now. Um, and it's it's even gotten to a point where if you follow sports, for example, you know, um, the similarity between what happened with Bronnie James and um, Hamlin on the Buffalo Bills is so um, unmistakable that I think an awful lot of people recognize it, ordinary people recognize it, um, you know, instinctively. Yeah. Uh, but again, the, the the prevailing narrative is that, you know, this couldn't be it. And and so the interesting thing is, and I, I saw an interesting uh, Twitter post by Steve Kirsch about this just a little while ago. It's like, 
and I and I actually replied to him and I said, look, you know, this the the utter dishonesty, the intellectual dishonesty of the folks who deny this as at least even as a possibility is just so evident in the way they respond to this, because what they'll say is, well, what caused this in Bronnie James? Now, when this happened with, say, Hank Gathers or someone back in the 90s, I think it was, they did an autopsy and the guy had hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, if I remember correctly, which is a very specific inherited disease. When it happened to Len Bias, he was using cocaine. We mm. had a smoking gun in both of these these cases. But Hamlin, to my knowledge, they still, they're, they're shaking their heads. They're like, oh my gosh, we have no idea. But then when you say, could it be? Okay, you have no idea. Theoretically, it could be the phase of the moon then, right? It could be anything. Well, could it be the vaccine? No. Right. No. Right. Okay. Now that is fundamental. And this is, an, this is a very simplistic thing, but this is a very important point for people to realize. That is absolutely 100% intellectual dishonesty right there of the purest form coming right out of their mouths right at that point. We don't know what did it. There is an established mechanism. The military already has, the army already has released information saying, yes, we saw an uptick in myocarditis after the vaccine came out. So the military is willing to acknowledge this. But you watch these so-called experts, you know, do we know what it was? No, we don't know what it was. Well, then it could be just about anything, couldn't it? Well, they they may not, no comment. Could it have been this? One in a thousand chance, one in a hundred chance. Nope. You know, it yeah. could have been a, a mosquito bite, but it couldn't have been that. And when you see that level of intellectual dishonesty, just absolute fundamental dishonesty, you know that there's something rotten in Denmark. This is not a legitimate argument. This is not a legitimate discussion. And I think that in my most recent article in Brownstone, um, which references vaccines, it just came out a day or two ago. So shameless plug, please take a look at it. But, Absolutely. Uh, we'll link it in the show know, notes. Okay. But, you know, that was that, that was one of the things that was that I pointed out is that you cannot have it both ways. You cannot say that this thing is absolutely safe and effective and at the same time acknowledge that there's a safety signal and they have to acknowledge that there's a safety signal because it's out there. Various other, uh, you know, the military, for example, has already done it. But of course, it doesn't apply to um, to 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 college students somehow, you know, even with yeah. Bronnie James, a freshman at uh, at USC. And by the by the way, it's on the public record that that LeBron had his whole family vaccinated. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not even just let me clarify one thing for the listeners. I'm not saying with 100 percent certainty that that was vaccine related. I don't know. I think it was. I think it, I don't have a better explanation. I'm willing to concede that it could have been something else. Maybe he's got heart, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Well, but the yeah. other side has to turn around and say, look, it could be that. And there's a signal that says it might be that. And there's a good chance that it was. But they will never go there. They will never even entertain that. And that shows you how absolutely under control of pharmaceutical companies and the underlying narrative this is at all levels, anybody who is, and I think these colleges are in deep with this too. I don't think there's any question about it. I mean, Harvard and Hopkins are still holding out on this. Harvard gets over half a billion dollars a year from the NIH. Hopkins gets, I think it was $513 million from the NIH. These are the two top NIH recipients and they're still holding out. No other. Johns Hopkins University was the host of Event 201 that happened in October of 2019, where you know all of the leaders got together 
and uh, role played a coronavirus pandemic. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like there are no Stradamus over there at Johns Hopkins University. Most of these, many of these universities are uh, uh, heavily tethered to the NIH. Uh, Anthony Fauci doles out an enormous amount of funding in research. These, These colleges tend to depend on a lot of that funding, government funding. And so, yeah, I would say those probably are the holdouts. In terms of LeBron James, back when the Buffalo Bills player uh, collapsed, Dr. Peter McCullough was on my show um, shortly after, I want to say within a day of that. And and he said, he said um, emphatically that the Buffalo Bills and uh, the family of the player, it was incumbent upon them to tell the public whether or not he was recently vaccinated and whether or not it was vaccine related, because that has impact on other players. Right. So if you are suffering from um, or, you know, if, if you have an incident like Bronnie James's incident, then, you you know, in order to protect other college basketball players, other college athletes so that you can put screening in place so that they can go in and get the necessary test so that to make sure that their heart you know, and their bodies are in good condition to compete athletically. That is, that's incumbent upon these universities to protect their students. Uh, Lucia, your thoughts? Uh, 100% agree with that. I um, put out a tweet the other day and, um, you know, USC for their student athletes. Now, Bronnie James is 18. So Mm. um, he probably took his vaccines Um, when he was in high school and he went to elite high schools in, in Los Angeles, um, the, the USC, uh, vaccine mandate ended, I think it was May 19, 2023. Um, so he could have taken additional vaccines thinking I'm going to USC. I need to enroll in the fall. Um, and so I need to be compliant because that's what my, my college is requiring me to do. Um, the other USC um, um, student athletes over the last two years, um, they have been subject to some of the most coercive and cruel vaccine mandates of all. Being told really? by their coaches, "You cannot play if you don't take these vaccines. You will, you will, you will be benched. You'll be kicked off the team. Things that aren't safe. You cannot ride the school bus if you if you need to sit sit. You need to practice six feet apart from the rest of the team. Oh what, my what, word! What? I mean, these insane. So it is incumbent without question upon USC to conduct an investigation to exactly what happened to Bronnie James. What is their reason for not conducting an investigation? This is one of their most elite players. And this was forced on all of their elite players over the past two years. What, why would they not want to conduct this investigation? Why would they not want the answers? This is this is concerning. Also, uh, Ed Dowd has been working on long term disability numbers along with Steve Kirsch. And what we're beginning to see points to potentially long term impact. So even if you got the vaccine, we know vaccine uptake right now is in the single digits. People are not taking the boosters. Thank you, Jesus. That is a miracle. It is. It's good. Um, However, you have people who were vaccinated, boosted, double boosted, in some cases, triple boosted. And in that case, even if they haven't had a vaccine in a year, 
as we begin to see people develop long-term disabilities with with no real reason in, you know to for, for that phenomenon the only contributing factor that is unique is 200 million Americans vaccinated right and right. coerced into vaccination then you have a situation where all of these basketball players these elite college athletes and you know division 2 division 3 are at risk, could be at risk for latent long-term vaccine injury manifesting in these heart conditions. Dr. Baker, any thoughts on that? Yeah, a couple of things. Thank you. One first would be, and this was something that I put into my letter to the board at Santa Clara. And part of the reason of writing the letters was not to just write a letter, but getting it out on um, Lucia's website and getting it out on my Twitter and so on, to what extent uh, that's... um, broadening it, broadening the the message so that this is seen publicly. These are really open letters. But but one of the things that I put in there, which I think was important, was, you know, look, th- this is going to be played out in the courts, no question, in the next five or 10 years. Yeah. And just because the, vac- the Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986 might protect Pfizer and Moderna, it doesn't necessarily protect USC for there what they're go. doing. Mm-hmm. If you can, you know, because all that all that 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 act does, and I I, I studied it in some detail in in, in my newest article, it's, it's mentioned prominently that it basically says that vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. They're fundamentally the type of medicine that it's going to kill some people. Jeez. Okay, therefore, since we think that there's a net public good, we have to provide protection to the manufacturers if they're producing the product correctly, because otherwise no one would make them. And, you know, this, this so we're going to crack is, a few eggs. You got to break a few, few eggs, eggs in to order to have them. the omelet. And so they're yes. just kind of like, yeah, yep. yeah, and we'll this, lose a couple students. We'll lose yep. a couple, you know, say that but, to the person who lost their loved one or who is permanently disabled. But awful. here's my point. That's Sorry. the, that's the legal <laughs> argument from the 1980s and from before that. And it's gone through the Supreme court in various cases that's established in the legal system. But this act says if essentially, and I'm not a lawyer, but I mean, this is, I think, pretty close. If Pfizer produces a vaccine, say, and they do it correctly and they have proper quality control and X, Y, and Z, and you crack a few eggs, they're not subject to liability for that. And they may, people may go through that fund, which is incredibly difficult to access that the, that the government sets aside for it. Yeah, injury compensation fund, vaccine injury Correct. compensation. Correct. Fund. But what it doesn't do, it doesn't say that if you're some other entity that misuses this product, mm-hmm. it doesn't say anything about you. Right. So if you're USC and you're the whatever, whichever coach it was coercing the students, even beyond what the school was requiring, you're saying, well, the school says you can get a religious exemption, but I say, you know, you're going to take this or else whatever is going to happen, you can ride the bench or you can't get on the bus or whatever. I don't think people realize, I don't think those coaches realize, I don't think the athletic department realizes, I don't think any of these people realize that these these acts don't protect them one bit. Mm. You know, and this is going to be, and this is a message that needs to get out to these schools. You know, you think you're in the clear because there's product liability you know, I mean, if, if there's if there's product liability for an automobile and you drive at 150 miles an hour into a wall and you kill five people, that product liability doesn't apply to you as the driver. Right. And that's a huge point. So that's the first yeah. thing. So the second thing I would say is that the whole system of public discourse 
when it comes to vaccines in particular, but when it comes to COVID in, in general, in the medical community and everything surrounding the medical community is so corrupted right now, you cannot get an honest hearing. Right. In it, You cannot get one. And so you've basically got people on one side and you get people on the other side. And the, the other side um, is so fundamentally intellectually dishonest in the way that I described that you're, it's it's a brick wall and, and you have to get through that. And I think people instinctively understand that. That's why the vaccine uptake is so low. People right. instinctively understand it, but it has to become something where you break through this wall. And that's going to be a very difficult thing. And there's no guarantee it's ever going to happen. Well, and Dr. Baker, that's where Lucia comes in with no college mandates because it's the the brute force of organization. I learned my lesson about eight or nine years ago when I saw the power of the unions. And, you know, what are education unions, the, you know, teachers unions? It's essentially just an organized group of people acting in tandem, exerting pressure and getting politicians and educrats and bureaucrats to do what they want them to do based on the power of the organization. And so, Lucia, that's what I see as we uh, close out this conversation. I want to thank you both for for your work. Um, there are about 100 colleges still out there, a little bit over 100, who are clinging to these vaccine uh, mandates. But um, you guys, once and for all, are just putting the pedal to the metal now. So we're going to ask you how people can support you, get involved, and become part of your group. But um, can you speak to that, though, the, the power in the in the force of, of organization? Because that's what's going to put, I'll tell you, here in New York State, we had... Um, you know, very good rulings. We had a judge <clears throat> smash down the healthcare worker mandate for COVID-19 vaccines, ruled it unconstitutional. Congratulations to Sujata Gibson, who was on the show with Children's Health Defense for that amazing win. Obviously, New York State, Kathy Hochul immediately filed to appeal the decision and or filed an appeal to, to uh, smash down that decision. And just a few weeks ago, Sujata came to Rochester, New York to defend her win. We were able to turn out about 100 people that packed that courtroom. And I can tell you, when you can move people who are passionate about freedom and you can move them into courtrooms, it was um, the New York State ended up uh, dropping the mandates voluntarily, seeking for the judge, you know, the panel of judges to vacate the ruling, which we're not going to do. Sujata is not going to do. But it just goes to show you the power of organization and movement and letter writing and writing letters to politics. People think that that stuff doesn't matter, but it does. And you see it firsthand. It matters, Shannon. It matters. There are incredible freedom fighting groups in the state of Connecticut. Um, they've been around long before the implementation of COVID-19 vaccine mandates. So they wow. do know how to organize. They do know and understand the power of the people. Connecticut has to happens to be one of the worst states in the country um, because they do not allow for religious exemptions mm. um, at any public school. Um, and they were, and they are among uh, maybe six states, seven states um, that don't allow a re religious exemption. So these parents have been at this fight for a while. And what they did is they've organized rallies at Sacred Heart University. Uh, mm. They were one of the worst colleges in Connecticut. And I think the fact that 
Uh, they recognize um, they they scheduled rallies and protests, put tremendous pressure on the president to pay attention and listen to their voices. Same mm-hmm. thing at Fordham University, an incredibly large and powerful community at Fordham University um, got together and scheduled a protest um, outside of the main campus on Rose Hill. They wrote letters, they created petitions, they got faculty and staff involved. They are such a large number of powerful parents. And I think the pressure that they put on Fordham University, again, one of the worst colleges in the country, Mm. incredibly oppressive. Um, I think eventually it wore them down and got them to say, hey, we need to start paying attention to what these parents are saying. And if the data is no longer there, it hasn't been from the beginning, um, but if it is no longer there, I'm thinking this is how they're thinking, um, then we need to get rid of this. And they did. Um, So parents can, anybody can find us. You don't need to be a parent. You can be anybody that cares about college students. You can be an alumni, a grandparent, you know, a cousin of somebody who went to college. Um, You can go to um, nocollegemandates.com. And you can get to all of our social media pages from there, our Substack, which is our newsletter. Uh, you can get to our Telegram communities, um, which are incredibly vibrant and active and a very safe place um, to talk about your situation. And you can get resources, um, exemption writing resources, legal resources, um, and, and anything you can really think of. You can write to us from that page. If we don't have what you need, uh, we will get it to you. And please, please join our community. Um, there's never been a more important time because even though we have only a little over 100 colleges left, we have to make sure this never happens again. Absolutely. Uh, Lucia Sinatra, thank you so much for your contribution. Dr. Clayton Baker, thank you for your voice in all of this. NoCollegeMandates.com. Go there, support them, get connected, get active. This is what you can do from your own corner of the world, according to your own unique talents and abilities to fight back. It's one area where we're seeing a lot of movement. And as we move these kids back to school, back to university, this is going to be on top of everyone's mind. So this is happening right now. It's something that you can get involved in. And I want to remind you guys, before we go to break, that Uh, My partnership with the wellness company is uh, rolling right along and they have an amazing feature, a service where if you have a kid going back to college and you have a particularly nasty university, if you have uh, an employer, any type of vaccine mandate or anyone trying to bully or coerce you into getting a vaccine, if you go to getwellwithshannonjoy.com, that's getwellwithshannonjoy.com, you can get hooked up with a medical doctor consultation and they will write vaccine medical exemptions for you if it makes sense. And they hear your health history and they hear your concerns about certain vaccines. You can have that conversation. And um, it's an amazing service that they provide over there for any of those colleges, universities, public education institutions, um, you know, even preschools, kindergarten through 12th grade, they can um, help you with that service. And so it's one of the reasons I absolutely love that company. Get well with ShannonJoy.com. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for being with us. And we'll have to have you again to celebrate your victories because we have a hundred or so to go, right guys? But we're going to get it done. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. NoCollegeMandates.com. We'll be back in a moment on the Shannon Joy Show to finish it out.
Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of the Shannon Joy Show. Went super long in that last segment with Dr. Baker and Lucia Sinatra of No College Mandates. So this is going to be a super shorty. Just want to close out the week with a huge thank you to all of you. Those of you who support the Shannon Joy Show, who have gone to the website, theshannonjoy.com and signed up to be monthly sponsors of this independent broadcast. I so appreciate you. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for your kind words, your kind notes, and your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. To our sponsors, uh, the Wellness Company, we love you. Thank you so much for everything you're doing to bring wellness and health to so many Americans, an alternative that is absolutely necessary. You guys can go to getwellwithshannonjoy.com to check them out. Also, our good friends over at Augusta Gold. We're so thankful for all of your support. And remember, if you want that free gold guide, text JOY, J-O-Y, to 68592. That's J-O-Y to 68592 to learn about gold IRAs and how you can begin to diversify your investments and invest in physical gold and silver. Uh, It's a great service and we're thankful for their sponsorship. Also, Native Path Collagen. Go to stopboneonbone.com slash joy. That's stopboneonbone.com slash joy. And uh, you can let them know that we sent you and also get 55% off some of the highest quality collagen on the market. All right, guys, it was a great week. Have a wonderful weekend. Rest up. We're going to be back on Monday. We have Dr. Peter McCullough signed up to come in to the Joy Virtual Studio next week. Also, Bobby Ann Cox is going to update us on her groundbreaking lawsuit that she won. She's defending her win in New York State on behalf of New Yorkers against the absolutely insane rules and regulations establishing essentially concentration camps, detention camps based on uh, your medical status. And so she's had great success in that. We're going to talk to her. And then hopefully we're going to bring Naomi Wolf in, if not late next week, early the week after, and um, go over some of the stuff that she's been working on. Very important Uh, work being done over at Daily Clout. So we have a lot of great guests coming up and more that I haven't even mentioned for next week. So we appreciate your support. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back next week to do it all again right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. 
or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.